Hey tribe and welcome back to the Empower Yourself with MLG podcast. I'm your host Mandy and this is episode number 21. And today's topic I feel really passionate about. Again, I know I say it every time, <laughs> but it's true. And this episode is dear to me because I think that we often lack awareness in this area. So I'm just excited to bring it back to your attention again. And I believe that what we feed our minds and who we consistently surround ourselves with is what and who we become. And yet most of us, and I'm also guilty of that, we're very careless about what we consume and who we allow into our sphere. So today I want to talk about the importance of what you feed your mind and who you keep in your circle and also who to choose to listen to. Let's get into it. point is the content we consume and I want to share a simple example of how easily we can be influenced and when that realization really hit me the first time. So I used to love binge watching Netflix like honestly those were the moments I lived for and at some point I was binge watching the show Suits. Now if you don't know the show it's basically about a law firm and all these fancy lawyers. And they always dress really fancy, you know, they're very upper class people. Now, I like to dress pretty casually, right? You'll barely ever catch me in heels or any kind of office suit. But I noticed one day that in the mornings when I was getting dressed, I found myself reaching for different clothing from what I would usually wear. I was drawn to the fancier things and just a little off from my usual style. And when I noticed this, I realized it was because I was drenching my mind in that series and I connected so much with the characters that that was starting to influence me on a subconscious level. Now, that shook me a little because it just made me aware of how even just mindless observing of something can impact and change my behavior. And mind you, I didn't want to change that. I'm quite happy with my wardrobe. So it wasn't something that I admired and aspired to. And yet it had an impact on me and it changed my behavior. And with that came a reminder of how it is really important to be selective of what we continually feed our minds. And we naturally do this with kids, right? Parents are super diligent in managing the influences working on their kids and have a keen awareness of the effect the information they take in and the friends they keep around them have on them. But as adults, we think we are solid in our personalities and aren't as impressionable anymore. It may be true to some extent, but we are definitely not immune to it. Now think about it this way, we all know the power of visualization, right? So my hubby and I watched the Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary series on Netflix the other day, and he constantly talks about how everything starts with a strong vision. And the same with David Goggins, he often talks about how he could see this different version of himself, 
and what a definitive role that played in his extraordinary accomplishments. So if we constantly expose ourselves to certain things, that becomes a form of visualization. And we often don't realize how that becomes our new standard and that we are shaping our lives in accordance with that, not only mentally, but even on a physical level. Another example is I've been watching a lot of videos by Laruga Glaser lately. She is an amazing yoga practitioner. And I found just through watching her movements and techniques, again, this is unintentional, I am subconsciously starting to adjust my movements to mimic her style. Because as I'm watching her, I'm imagining myself doing it. And that becomes a form of visualization. So please be mindful of what you consume. I'm not saying you're going to become a completely different person all of a sudden, but be aware of the subtle influence that it has on you and practice wisdom and mindfulness when choosing what food you are feeding your mind. The second thing is the environment we live in and more specifically the people we choose to let into our circle. And there are a few things to be said about that. I often get it from my clients that they say, Mandy, since I've been on this personal development journey for a while, I'm all of a sudden struggling to connect with my friends. It's like we don't have the same interests anymore. And that is because our vibe attracts our tribe. How we think and what we value is often what draws a group of people together. And when your level of thinking changes, then you get the urge to connect with new like-minded people who will understand you, challenge you, and uplift you even more. Some of you may know the quote by Dan Pena, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Who we surround ourselves with can easily become the benchmark of what we think is achievable. If your circle is primarily made up of high achievers, that becomes a standard for what you think is possible and normal. And if you spend enough time with them, you start to adjust your mindset and actions to that. If, on the other hand, the majority of your group is always struggling and talking about how they can never get ahead, this becomes your state of mind too, and you will start to set your expectations and limitations accordingly. I'm sure you've noticed, either through yourself or others, that when two people spend a lot of time together, after a while they become like the same person. They talk in the same way, they think the same way, and they often adopt the same sense of humor and similar values. Also, people who are recovering from addiction are advised to move away from the circles they used to be in because it will keep drawing them back into their old ways. Who we spend time with regularly influences us in a huge way because over time we think alike and hold ourselves to the same values, standards, and belief systems. I don't know who said this, but I heard once that someone said, never be the most successful person in your group of friends. And that is because they won't challenge you to become better. Now, please don't take this as me telling you to ditch all your friends who are not more successful than you. Remember, success can be different for everyone and it is not necessarily linked to money or accomplishments. But you and I both know people who uplift us and who make us feel better when we spend time with them and inspire us to become a higher version of ourselves. And then there are those who make us feel drained, negative and like nothing good is possible. Now ask yourself whether that friendship is serving you 
or whether it is maybe time to let them go. And at this point, just a side note, you can let people go with love and best wishes. We all choose roads in life and there often comes a point where roads lead in different directions. And it's perfectly okay to let them go their way in peace and allow yourself to go yours. The next point is to be mindful of who you take advice from. People give advice and genuine opinions with the best intentions, but it is usually given within the boundaries of their own knowledge and experience, and most important of all, their own limitations or limiting beliefs. It's always amazing to me how we are willing to take advice from those who don't have what we want. So choose your mentors based on evidence of success in their lives within that area where you want to succeed, and not only because you cherish them as a person. One more sad but true fact about the people around you, even if they're family or long-standing friends, is that not everyone is comfortable with watching you grow and succeed. And this is because you are showing them that they also have work to do and not everyone is willing to do that. Often people love being victims of their circumstances and when you start showing that it is possible to move past that, that threatens their identity and weakens their excuses and they're not necessarily going to like that. As they see you transform, they're either going to be inspired and want to join you or they are going to put in the effort to make you feel bad and to bring you back to their level. And this can often happen in very subtle ways like making little snarky remarks or by making fun of you or quote-unquote playfully telling you that now you probably think that you're better than them. You know these things that people do, these like little jabs they send your way just to make you feel a little more uncomfortable. Now, if you're going to stay there, you are probably eventually going to give in and return to your old ways. Or at the very least, you will feel like you have to hide your success from them and that will inevitably cap your growth at some point. I actually always take that as a measure of a high-quality connection. Am I apprehensive or excited to tell someone about my success? Those who I know will be truly happy for me are the ones who will give me space to grow even more. The others I might have to keep at a bit of a distance. So in conclusion, I've learned through my own experience that if I read books by successful people, I start to think like them. When I watch videos of extreme athletes, then my mind and body open up and I can all of a sudden push a little harder. When my husband and I focus on the same goals, we get there a lot faster. When I see stories of people who came from nothing and build themselves into something extraordinary, it then changes my belief system into knowing that I can do it too. The point is, feed yourself what you want to become and keep those around you who will allow you the space and support to grow into that. That's it from me for today, friend. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope that it inspired you to go and look at what you consume and what influences you allow into your life. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day or evening. And as always, remember to live an empowered life. I'll catch you in the next one.